Good morning. It's time for another edition of Senior Smarts. Jack Quavel along with you. And our guests uh, will be joining us shortly. Senior Smarts brought to us by St. Crispin Living Community. Now with our full continuum of care at our Pioneer Road campus, we're still providing our renowned short-term rehab services. My show co-host Debbie Bradley is with me. And Debbie, fascinating series of shows. Take it away again. Can't uh, wait to look forward to see what this week's show will bring. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks, Jack. Um, Once again, we're back with Bob Schmaltz, and this is the third in the series of really great information to know about how to plan for your future. And we have Bob Schmaltz. He's the president of FMS Insurance, and that's located in the historic St. James Hotel in the Red Wing. And FMS Insurance, they specialize in health care, Medicare, and retirement services. And he's had 27 years of experience in the insurance industry. And Bob has served on the advisory committees of Medica and Benedict. Uh, <laughs> I'm ready to say Benedict and Health System because those bees just roll off my tongue. Blue Cross and Blue Shield Healthcare Companies in Minnesota. And he lives in Red Wing with his beautiful wife and two daughters. So, Bob, welcome back again. Give us a tip-off here of where do we leave off last show about people coming into the hospital, and then we'll start diving into the next chunk of material, and we'll just keep on going and teaching people as we go about how they can best plan for their future and feel that they're not victim to the sources outside of themselves. Great. Thank you, Debbie. Just a recap from our last episode is, you know, how does Medicare work with long-term care? Again, remembering the uh, admittance versus observation, Mm -hmm. you know, the the three days or 72-hour assessment and being admitted to a nursing home, the 21 through 100 days, you know, that or the the 1 through 20 Medicare and 21 through 100 through your Medicare health plan. Again, um, working with a health care advisor or someone that can help you counsel and review your plan is important to review what kind of plan you have today with your Medicare. Uh, Secondly, we talked about once you're admitted beyond that 20 days or 100 days, and now you have to start paying for care after Medicare and your Medicare supplement or uh, cost plan or advantage plan have uh, discontinued coverage for long-term care. We talked about the three options, self-pay, having traditional long-term care, or Medicaid spend-down. And we did uh, talk about um, how, to, in the event of spending down, to contact an elder law attorney or an advisor that is certified to help with those um, issues. And then we talked about some benefits that are available for veterans. Right. So going into our third program, how to plan for long-term care coverages and what coverages are available today. I just want to give you some statistics up front before we get into how to protect um, assets and plan for um, long-term care costs. So today uh, in the state, the average is 223 to $241 a day. Um, for semi-private room, it's around 248 This was a, as of a couple years ago statistics, so they're probably higher than that today. So that's the payment in addition to what's already covered through their Medicare. This would be if you went into the nursing home, this would be your daily rate of around 248 a month. So you're looking at seven thousand plus, you know, okay, per okay, month or right. per day, two hundred and forty-eight a day. That's okay? right, per day. Yep. So you're looking at anywhere from seventy to ninety thousand a year, depending upon, you know, the uh, the care you need. And, and care is rated A through K, K being the highest level. Right. And I do want to let people know if you haven't heard these numbers before, long-term care, you know, nursing home care is very expensive. It just is. Um, the fact of the matter is we have 24-7 nursing care, and then 
all the other offices and social workers and everybody that's involved there. So the harsh reality, if you have never heard this before, is nursing home care is really expensive. So to wrap your brains around that, then, you know, now that you're in this, maybe in this panic, Bob's going to help us with this. Yeah, so in preparation um, for this, you know, obviously a lot of this is public information. You can go out there and get this data, but I wanted to kind of break down some data or some statistics for you. And the best that I've found is, you know, going back, this isn't a source going back in 2012, and obviously these numbers have changed some, but not a whole lot. Back in 2012, there was 1.2 million nursing home residents over the age of 65 in the United States of America. Of those 1.2 million 18%, again, 18% were 65 to 74 years of age. 32% were the ages of 75 to 84. 41% were the ages of 85 to 94. And 9% were 95 or older. So, of course, there are fewer of us in this age group of 94 plus. So the likelihood of needing nursing home care rises even more steeply when the age than these percentages indicated. Now, according to the American Association for Long-Term Care, in 2012, again, these are older statistics, but probably the best I've seen, and again, uh, this information is public, 64% of long-term care claims were made by those over the age of 80. Again, 64% of the claims came from over the age of 80. 9% were for, for those in their 60s. So a really small percentage. Right. 44% uh, nursing home residents stay less than a year. So 44% of uh, um, people stay less than a year. Okay. 30% stay between one and three years. Okay. 24% spend more than three years in a nursing home or care facility. Okay. Only 40% of seniors spend any time in a nursing home. So that's not just because I'm getting older, great, everybody, I'm going to have to go into a nursing home. We understand that that's not everybody's dream wish, is that you need to live in a nursing home. But um, that's what actually formed us, too, at St. Crispin with building our new building, our new facility. And, you know, you guys, if you ever have the the possibility of doing so, if you'd call up and we could um, give you a tour of the place, all rooms are private now at St. Crispin. We are connected to the assisted living and the, the nursing home. All rooms are private. All rooms have your own individual heating and cooling, so you are comfortable in your own room. You have your own shower. There's no more wrapping you up in a bunch of million towels and then rolling you through the public hallways. It's in your own privacy of your own room and your own bathroom. You have um, lots of storage area with a floor-to-ceiling cupboards in your bathroom and a um, armoire and a dresser in your room. You have a big screen TV. You have the access to your own private Wi-Fi. We wanted to make it someplace where if you need to be there because of the care, because of 24-7 care, you can say, wow, you know what? This is a great place to call home. Plus, you know, with operating through our core values of hospitality, stewardship, respect, and justice, we really want you to feel at home on all different levels of your life, you know, physical, mental, spiritual. But that's getting off the topic of what Bob was talking about, but it is somewhat connected, so I wanted to make sure to touch on that. So with that, Bob, on to our next 
part about how do we interpret the numbers. So with that, Debbie, all the, with all these statistics, the odds are that you will not need care until you reach the age of 80, at least 80 or 85. Second, if you do not need a nursing home, there's a 44% chance that it will last less than, I'm sorry, secondly, if you need nursing home care, there's a 44% so chance. with that, Bob, so with that, how do we interpret the numbers? So to kind of summarize with this is so that if, um, there's a 44% chance that less than one year that you'll need long-term care or, or care uh, because you're going to return to home and it's for a shorter period of time for like rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. There's a one in four chance that you'll stay with that la- the stay will last three or more years. And however, there's a one in 10, 40% of seniors spend any time in a nursing home only a quarter of those stay longer than three years. So this means that statistically you'll have a one in 10 chance of needing more than three years of nursing home care. So really the odds are that you're not going to need care till you're at least 80 or 85, somewhere in there. And then there's a one in 10 chance of needing three or more years of care. Yeah, great. So uh, again, unfortunately, these statistics are somewhat dated and are just statistics. Um, how do any of us know whether we are part of the 60% of seniors who will ever enter a nursing home? Right. The 30% who spend less than three years there, and 10% who's, who, who spend more than three years. We don't, but we can modify these statistics based on our own circumstances, especially with respect to certain factors. Here's some certain factors to take into consideration. Look at your family history. Did your parents live to a ripe old age with no cognitive impairment or become dementia or had dementia at the age of 72, requiring continuing care for another 10 years? Uh, While while we do not have our parents' exact genes Mm -hmm. um, or live their lifestyles that they did, they're likely to be somewhat similar. There's also health and fitness. Do you have any illness or conditions that could lead you to future impairments? Or are you in good health and take good care of yourself? Are you overweight or obese, which leads to illnesses and disabilities? Mm-hmm. Of course, in these terms of long-term care, health care can cut into both directions. Bad health can lead to the need for care or it can cause an early death. Right. Eliminating the need for care, good physical health can delay the need for care, but in the event of cognitive challenges, mean that you live a long time with impairments. Right. So talk about a family situation. If you do need assistance in the future, do you have a spouse, children, or family members who could provide help you? Or would you need to pay for it, whether at home, in assisted living, or a nursing home? Right. So again, with these statistics, or, um, the statistics break down like this. You can ex- access them, assess them, on an average saying no need for care in a 22% bracket, a zero to one year, 35%, and a one to three year, 24%, more than three year, 19%. So these numbers share kind of the average out there of the number of years and the percentages of the population. Sure. You can adjust these numbers up or down based on your health, family history, and situations. For instance, mm-hmm. if you're in excellent health, you may add 10% to the points and likelihood that you will not need care. Right. So the, the, the story with that is, you know what? We, we've always heard, you know, take good care of yourself. Exercise. Eat right as, as best you can and um, be healthy, you know. 
don't be obsessed with your work for 24-7, but, you know, have balance with your work and your family life and your spiritual life and eat good foods and get out and exercise, you know, move your body. And the healthier you can keep your body, then obviously the less help you're physically going to need. And then, of course, cognitively, even with the Alzheimer's and other dementias, on the rise, there are also breakthroughs now they have too, or things that you can do to help prevent dementia, which includes Alzheimer's. And it goes right back to the same thing I just said. Get out and exercise, eat the correct food, you know, healthy foods. And I know that always changes. They say, you know, one week they say this food is going to cause cancer, and the next week they say, oh, you have to have it in your diet because your body knows what to do with it and how to process it. But to the best of your ability, eat well got to move your body, have healthy relationships, you know, don't be around people who are toxic or a situation that's toxic and um, keep your balance between your work and your, and your family life too. Debbie, we're down to two minutes, two minutes to go in this edition of the show. Well, Bob, I'm, I'm comfortable saying let's wrap it up for this one and save our other information to the next show. Cause I know we're going to dive into a whole lot more information. Do you have any last words for this show that you want people to know? So again, just going through, I know there was a lot of information here, a lot of data, a lot of statistics, but you summarized it very well, Debbie. And I just think the next um, segment we're going to talk about is how do you prepare and plan for the cost of long-term care should you need it? And even though you, you, you are uh, in some of these statistics where you're healthier or maybe not able to qualify for long-term care, um, in our next segment, we'll talk about some options that, you can, that can help you prepare for planning for the cost of long-term care coverage. Excellent. Thanks for being here again. Today, Thank Bob. you for having me, Debbie. I just want to rem- remind you, too, is that these are podcasts, so don't feel like you have to absorb everything right this second. You can go to the podcast and listen to it. It's available on the, the website at the radio station, and it'll be available for a year and a half. So with that, St. Crispin Living Community is changing aging in Red Wing. All right, Debbie. Bob, thank you very much. Great show again. That's Senior Smarts brought to us by St. Crispin Living Community, now with our full continuum of care at our Pioneer Road campus, where we're still providing our renowned short-term rehab services. Back next week with another edition of Senior Smarts.